Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I speak with future saints about being saints. Today's podcast is titled Women Made New. I have with me Kristalina Everett. How are you? I am good. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Uh, it's so good to have you on. I, uh, you know, of course, have uh, recognized your name and your husband's name and have seen so many of the, the wonderful things that you guys have been doing over the years. And so it's it's a great gift to now get to chat with you. Uh, but today we're we're here talking about women made new. Before we get going with our conversation, I, of course, want to shout out our sponsors here at the Gotta Be Saints podcast. Our sponsors, of course, are The Catholic Company. They are a one-stop shop for all your Catholic needs, from rosaries to books to clothing. They have it all. So use code GBS. That's code GBS for 20% off your order. Also, you can use code SAINTS. That's S-A-I-N-T-S, SAINTS, for 20% off your order. That's with The Catholic Company. And I, of course, also want to shout out our other sponsor, which is Good Catholic. Good Catholic is a digital multimedia company that focuses on teaching you the faith with bite-sized videos and blogs. So check out Good Catholic and use code GBS. That's GBS for 20% off your order. If you're buying any of those series or the physical products, you can use that code and get a 20% discount. But now on to our conversation here today. So, Kristalina, I just want to let you firstly uh, introduce yourself, and then we can we can get going with the actual topic at hand. Well, uh, my uh, name is Kristalina Everett. I have actually eight children, and I run Chastity Project with my husband. I'm a co-founder with Jason Everett, and then also I run Women Made New Ministries. And really, my time has gone a lot towards the Women Made New Ministries. Because it seems like there are so many women out there that need healing and are hurting. And women are so good at stuffing their stuff and putting lipstick on it and keep going and being strong. And that's where our society tells you just, you be strong, you just keep going and you just ignore it and just, you know, and just immerse yourself in the world. But actually what makes us strong is being able to own what has happened in the past to heal it and let God do what he needs to do in us so that we can become the woman that God has created us to be. That's oh, beautiful. Well, let, let's go, uh, if you can, just give a synopsis of, of what brought you to this point where you are so focused on spreading the gospel message to anyone who will listen. Uh, can you just share a little bit about your story and how, how you got to this point? Absolutely. When, um, well, actually, when I was younger, my father left when I was two. So I grew up in a single parent home. And then I really gravitated towards my grandfather, who I absolutely love and adored. But then he ended up leaving my grandmother for another woman when I was about 11 years old. So love wasn't something that lasted. It wasn't a forever thing. So when I got into high school, um, I thought I just found this relationship, but it was amazing. And I became sexually active and we ended up breaking up and it really just spiraled me into a lot of really bad things and a bad lifestyle, the drinking, the drugs, the clubs, you name it. And for a couple of years in high school, I just immersed myself in just sin and the world. And I just tried to shut that small, still voice up within me. 
And I hated myself for it, but I thought, well, what's done is done. I can't go back. Now what? So you just kind of go into this desperation and that's where I was at. But it was finally, as much as my mother tried to get me out of that lifestyle, she sent me to this talk and she said, if you don't go to this talk, I'm going to take your car away. And I'm like, well, fine. I'll go to listen to your like dorky chastity speaker, whatever, mom, you know, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I was not missing my party. So I thought, okay, I'll go to this little talk. I'll get the little flyer and I'm out. I have things to do. And in that 15 minutes, I thought I was just going to sit there. I mean, God just, it, it changed my life. It really did. There was a young man who's really honest, blunt about all the porn and the women and the drugs, everything he had been into. He was so honest about it. And I felt like he walked through my life. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is the difference, right? And the thing was, he had one thing I wanted more than anything is that he wasn't ashamed of himself. I lived in shame day after day. And I tried to think of one day I'd been ashamed of myself. And, you know, I couldn't find a single day in years that I wasn't ashamed of who I was and what I had done and the things I would continue to do. So in that moment, I kind of turned things around. And once I had my conversion and I really like immersed myself in the faith, I went to confession, I got right with God. I just wanted to come back and scream from the rooftops that you can start over. It doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, what you've done. All that matters is kind of where you go from and you can start over and become new. So I started to learn how to become a chastity speaker and I ended up meeting Jason. We were friends, we dated, we got married and a lot, I, I would say maybe a couple of years into marriage, I started really having a problem. I really started having issues and emotional issues and this anger. It's just like, I didn't know it was wrong with me. And I kept going to adoration and I did as much as I could work on my own. And God came to me one day in adoration. I felt like he said in my heart, you need to go to counseling. And I straight up looked at the Eucharist and I said, no, I'm not going. I won't do it. But every time I went back to adoration, he just kept saying, well, we're just going to sit here because you need to go to counseling. (laughs) And I didn't want to. I was really embarrassed and humbled. And it was it was just because in my family, you didn't talk about those things. You didn't go pay someone to talk to about their problems. Like only only mental cases do that. Right. And I was in a mental case. But I'm thinking, well, am I, you know, but I'm like, fine, I'll go fine, whatever. I was mad, but I did it. And thank God I did it. Thank God, because it was in counseling that it finally came out that I was sexually abused as a child and it really was affecting me and it was never dealt with. I just suppressed it. It was, it was one of the hardest moments of my life, but also I made so much sense to myself in that moment. Why I sexualized my anger in high school, like the puzzle pieces just fit, why it was hard for me to give love and receive love. And certain things bothered me. I couldn't be alone with men in a room. And it just certain just things I had, everything made sense for once. And so it, it was hard, but it was a blessing. And ever since then, I, well, I went through that healing process. I wanted to be able to help women that whoever needed to have this healing process, not even just with like sexual sins or sexual abuse, that if they've had an abortion or they've been in an abusive relationship, or maybe they have a broken marriage or they've cheated on their husbands or whatever wounds women have, because everybody has their own issues, right? Nobody's perfect. I wanted them to have a one-stop shop at Women May New on the website where like me, I had to sift through a lot of garbage to get through the good stuff that I needed to give myself and that God needed me to find in order to really help myself heal the right podcasts or the right reading materials or the where the church was or the adoration chapel, whatever city I was in, 
or a good counselor. I put that all together at Women Made New. So women can go there and find all of those things easily. It's all good, solid stuff. And there's different women ministries there that can help them because, I mean, this isn't the Crystalina show. Women Made New is about women helping women and lifting other women up and maybe someone else can help them like Sarah Swafford or Lisa Cotter or Janet Bankovic or who knows, but all I want is women to come and be able to find what they need and be fed and to start their healing process. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that and for your vulnerability as well. I think uh, your point is, is heard when you say that, you know, you, you listen to this person and he was just honest about his failings and his brokenness. I think there's so much value in that and that ability to just speak to the reality that we are not perfect and yet our lord is so merciful and loving um and now you've you've kind of shared you know that w- the work that you're doing and and this includes i correct me if i'm wrong but you're also now hosting a show with EWTN um and now this book as well as uh this website as well can you can you share a little bit about that work in in more yeah. detail well, it really started, the Women Made New website that I did really started just because of that healing process. And then um, I'm going to tell you and be really honest with you. I was seven months pregnant, right? And I was bending down. We just moved to Arizona and I have my eight children. I'm pregnant with our knife. We moved to Arizona, <laughs> this new place. I'm like wonky. My body's just massive because I mean, my toes get pregnant. I'm not just pregnant. My whole body gets pregnant. It's crazy. I'm huge. Anyway, my body was so lucid because I'm going into my eighth month, you know, and I bent down to get a juice box. And when I came back up, my bones separated in my back. But when we came back up, the funky way I came back up, I guess, my bones went back in the wrong place. And I didn't know it at the time. And my whole right side gave out on me and I couldn't stand on my leg. I was in the most excruciating pain. Oh I'm like screaming, Jason, I couldn't move. And he comes out like, what, your water break? What happened? Like, what's happening? And he picked me up and he took me to the emergency room. It was like, I, my whole body was shaking. It was bad. And the doctors are like, oh, it's just your sciatica. And I'm sitting there like shaking in the bed because I'm in so much pain. And I'm like, this is not my sciatica, okay? But I couldn't do x-rays. They couldn't do anything for me. And all they could do is send me home with maybe a Motrin. And because I wasn't going to do anything to harm the baby. So I had to wait it out until I had the baby. But in that time, I'm, I'm like practically paralyzed. Jason had to carry me into the bathroom until I could like crawl, like handle crawling. But I was really private about it all. I didn't want anybody to know. And I just was going through so much. And there are times when you're crying to God, but there are times in your life where you're crying out to God, right? And either you Mm. can become bitter and angry in those really hard, difficult moments when you're like underneath that cross or you can embrace it and, and really see what is it God is trying to show you. Because if we start asking the whys, like, why is this happening to me? That's a question from the pit of hell, I feel, because it's a spiral. You're never going to know why exactly, right? But if you ask the what, what is this for? What are you trying to teach me? What is it I need to learn from this? What is it you want me to do in my life? So I embrace that. And so I really embrace my relationship with God. And you know, in that time that I was just bedridden, I had a dream. I had a dream that I was standing in front of rows and rows and rows of these women and their back was to me, different ethnicities, sizes, shapes. These women were just from all over, but there were rows and rows of them. And as soon 
I, I saw them. And then all of a sudden, a black shadow started going in and out of these rows of women. And as soon as the black shadow passed these rows of women, they threw something over their head behind them without even looking, just threw it behind them. And these things are flying over my head. And I'm like, what are those? And I turned around to see what they are. I'm like, Lord Jesus, what are those? And when I turned around, I was in front of this dead, desolate desert, right? And these things, these were falling. And when they fell on the sand, it was like these rocks hitting wet sand almost. But they were magnificent jewels and gems that I've ever seen. And all of a sudden, when they hit the sand, the sand would come up and it would just swallow it like it was never there. And I said, Lord Jesus, what are those? And I heard a voice say back to me, those are the gifts and talents and virtues that I have given to women and they are throwing them away and giving way to the world. And I heard, go find the gems and give them back to the women. And then I woke Mm. up and I was like, all of a sudden I woke up and I was like, what? I'm like, where are these gems? I was so unsatisfied. (laughs) I'm like, what has just happened? What? And there was just silence, just total silence. I'm like, what just happened? You know? And then I was like, Jason. And I called him in the room and I told him what happened. He's like, well, okay, we'll pray about that. You know, because here I am like super pregnant, super emotional. And he's like, well, we'll just pray through that. No problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I took this and I just kept it close to my heart. And over time, my ministry grew, my relationship with EWTN. And I even did a woman's series on motherhood and marriage because in that time, I realized there's an entire generation of women like me that are casualties of the sixties where their parents left, their moms left, they're raising, they have jobs and they build corporations and really this kind of liberal attitude where there was this generation of not being taught how to run a Catholic household, how to be that mother and that wife and that homemaker, you know, they didn't want to touch it. And I didn't have any of that. So when I got into my own home, I was pretty handicapped, but I realized I'm not the only one. There was an entire generation of women and all these women I'm speaking to, and they didn't know what they were doing either. And so I kind of got a show together with EWTN Women Made New of just pointing this out and different ways that we can be helped and the different women that could help us and just all of that good stuff. But I knew it wasn't the end. And I was in adoration and I wanted to weaponize women in their own healing process. And I wanted to get all the powerhouse women that I could think of. Um, And really, I did this in adoration of the list for this book, because this book, that Women Made New book that I have, it's Women Made New Reflections on Adversity, Transformation and Healing. But I wanted to weaponize women in their own healing process. And there are so many ministries out there that women didn't even know about, I feel, in the Catholic Church that really can help them. And the different women that are contributors in this book, because this book is not just for me, but it's for all women in all ages. And I got Catherine Hadro to Teresa Tamio to Lisa Cotter or Sarah Swafford or Cameron Fratt or even my own counselor that I went to for years, Dr. Chapion. She's an amazing Catholic counselor and she helped me through a lot. And I wanted her to really shine light on just counseling and not to be ashamed of it and that bad stigma on it. So she wrote it. But I also got Mother Angelica is one of the contributors in my book, which was really remarkable and amazing. And I listened to 300 hours of Mother Angelica and I was able to get into some of her archive stuff and compile two chapters of some of her writings and things that have never been in print before. And even this magnificent prayer that has never been in print before that I found. And so she's actually one of the contributors as well in this book. So God really blessed that. But while I was asking like Catherine Hadro, 
to be a part of this book. She goes, well, Crystalina, what do you want me to write about? What should my chapter be about? And I said, Catherine, I want you to go to adoration and just see what Jesus has to say to you. See what gem he's going to give you. And I'm going to tell you, as soon as I said that, I remembered my dream and I got off the phone and I was crying and I had chills all over. And I said, Oh, I'm collecting the gems. I get it now. <laughs> like years later, it all connected. And I feel like this book is really the gems that women need. These are, these are life-giving words of things that women have struggled with and they're really overcomers in their lives, but they all have their own ministries that can help women heal from those types of wounds. So if you've had an abortion, you have serious people pleasing issues, or you've been sexually abused or raped, or you have a, had a broken marriage, whatever the case may be, there's a woman in here that ha- is an overcomer herself, has experienced it and healed from it and has a ministry that can help them as well. So that's what this book is really about is just helping women become the woman that God is creating them to be. And that's the one question I really have them ask themselves throughout the book. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, I think too, the fact that you've pulled in so many other wonderful examples and uh, stories is going to lend so much more to the book. Um, Our own personal experiences are always wonderful and beautiful, but as you know, and as I know, Sometimes we can't speak to certain people or certain things. And so the mm-hmm. the humility it takes for you, but also just the the thoughtfulness and the inspiration probably from the Holy Spirit to go and, and pull these other wonderful women too into this uh, is going to make this book even, even more powerful. And then, of course, pulling uh, from Mother Angelica, who is just, uh, I mean, a treasure trove of of wisdom and... <laughs> Uh, holiness. I mean, she is is just so incredible. In your opinion, are, are there two or three main takeaways that you uh, attribute to this book or that you find for this book for someone who's considering uh, going out and getting it? We'll be right back. Interested in learning more about your faith? I invite you to check out Good Catholic, They are a digital media brand focused on sharing and teaching about the faith. From podcasts to blogs to digital series, Good Catholic has it all. Use the code in the show notes to get 20% off your order at Good Catholic. That we forget, I really think, and I really think it's a trap of the evil one, is that we forget that God has created us for a very specific purpose and a plan for our lives. Like, we're not just here to survive and get through day in, day out. Like, we ha- we're we here on mission. And that we forget that God is calling us to something specific. And we get so wrapped up in the world and the world's problems and what's to come and this fear and this almost like paralyzing, like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen? And keep us in this panic mode. And it's just like, you know what, just step back, take a breath. And you know what, God's in charge and he's going to take care of you. He's going to take care of your family. And instead of looking on the outside, trying to figure things out, everybody needs to just stop, especially women and go to adoration and really just see what God is asking you on the inside to be doing. Because, and people say to me, well, I don't hear God's voice. I don't hear God. And I straight out just say right back to them. I don't believe you. And the reason I can say that is because when I was in the pit of my darkness and sin 
and the hell on earth I created for myself with that lifestyle I was living, I still heard God's whisper. I don't care how drunk, how high, the deepest pit of that, those disgusting places I would go to to hang out at those clubs. I still heard God's voice pursuing me and it made me mad. I couldn't shut it up, to be honest with you. But he was trying, he was still pursuing me in my sin and my filth. So people know right from wrong. Everybody does. Everybody knows if they should be in that job, if they should be addicted to that Netflix show, if they should be dating that person. Everybody knows deep down. The problem is they don't want to be obedient and follow through with what they know they should not be doing because they think they know better, just like I did, or maybe they can work it out, or maybe they can change him, or maybe the situation will change. If God has put something on somebody's heart, you need to listen and you need to take it seriously because there, it, there's a ripple effect in all of those things that God is asking because you were created for something. And we need to kind of go in and ask ourselves that question, man, woman as well. What is it that is keeping you from becoming the woman that God is creating you to be? What is that? Because it's important. And if you're missing that right now in your life, you're missing the whole purpose of even why you're here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. And I think, I think you're right. I always talk about, you know, how natural law is, is really written on our hearts. And I think sometimes we, we can, we can push it away. We can suppress it, but there's a reality there that no matter what, no matter your relationship with God, those things are still there and they're understood. And, and so too, you know, in this case that you're describing it, it, that's the reality. We might be able to trick ourselves and and lie to ourselves and tell ourselves that, you know what, these, uh, these things are what's going to bring me joy or happiness. And yet it's, it's never uh, true joy. It's never true happiness and uh, pleasure is, is, is passing. And yet uh, you and I both know that the the Lord is the only thing that's going to bring us that everlasting joy and that relationship and that uh, desire to be with him one day. Uh, I want to give you a chance if you just have any final thoughts on this uh, on this topic. I, I thank you so much for taking this time to to chat with me this afternoon and uh, just to share a little bit about uh, this this new book and also just your ministry in general. But I definitely want to give you a chance for for any final thoughts. And then, I, of course, I have a few uh, follow up questions for you as well. Oh sure. Um, one, go to adoration and sit with Jesus. And even before that, go to confession. There is nothing more important in anyone's life right now, no matter what is going on, than being right with God. Because if you're not right with God, you don't have that peace and you don't have that direction. And there's probably a lot of chaos and darkness around you. And that's a choice. And the thing that shocked me when I heard a priest once say, like, everybody that's in hell chose to be there. And, you know, I believe it because I chose my own hell on this earth when I was doing all of those things. But people deep down know because I know God is calling them. I know God is pursuing them. And sometimes it's scary and you don't feel worthy. You don't feel lovable enough. You don't feel good enough or holy enough or whatever. But I want everyone out there listening to know that God loves you exactly where you're at in your mess, in your filth. And he wants to meet you there. He wants to help you. He wants to transform you. He wants to love you. And he wants to heal you because it doesn't have to be this way. And you are not shackled to anything or any sin, nothing, unless you keep yourself there. So to go to confession and then go sit with Jesus and listen to those small, still voice that he gives you because it's important because you matter. And what he's asking you to do is, I mean, 
it holds weight in heaven and it holds weight here on earth. And so not to ignore it. And I tell my kids to make it as simple as ABCs as possible, that that's your compass. That's your compass to heaven. And either you're going to listen or you're not. But don't be surprised when things aren't going right in your life if you don't want to listen. It's really that simple. Amen. Amen. And it's so funny that you, you your first thing is just go to adoration. I get to talk to to different people each and every day um, about the faith, either through this podcast or just through my my work. And it's so funny how that seems so simple. And yet it's the response I get from each and every person that I talk to, you know, especially these people who are truly doing what they can to pursue holiness. It's just go spend time with him. I think the mm-hmm. saints make it very clear to us that that's what we should be doing. We need to spend time with him. If we're, if he's really going to be our best friend, you can't have a deep friendship with someone if you don't spend time with them. So too with our Lord. And, um, and then of course, confession, this sacrament is, it's life-giving. Uh, you know, we can find healing and freedom from from our, our sinfulness. And so I think those two things are just, uh, uh, they, they can't be overstated. So I thank you for, for saying both of those things. And, and for anyone who's looking to, to purchase this book, of course, I, uh, this podcast is connected to the Catholic Company. So I invite you to check it out on the Catholic Company website. You can get it there. And you can also get it uh, really anywhere books are sold. Sophia uh, sells it on their website as well. Um, but if you use code SAINTS, you can get 20% off that purchase of the book. Uh, so, of course, that's going to be my plug. If they want to find you, Kristalina, where where should they go? What websites should they look at? Uh, womenmadenew.com. And I just actually got back from EWTN and I was filming and they decided to turn Women Made New, the book, into uh, learning series. And so you can sign up right now for free. It's a free learning series that have excellent videos and a lot of the contributors. Mother Angelic is going to be a part of it. And um, that is actually going to be coming out June 5th. So to join all these other countless women all over the world that are signing up and they can just do the learning series right there and do a chapter at a time in the privacy of their own home or they can get a group of women together to do it as well. But if they go to EWTN.com slash women made no, they can sign up and the entire thing's for free and it'll be just delivered to your email box or we'll let you know and you can connect and just download the app. But um, I invite all women right now, like enough is enough. And just if you're sick of how things have been, just just sign up, join and just see what God has in store for you. Amen. Amen. Well, I... I... I'll let you go here in just a minute, but I want to ask you the two questions that I ask each and every got to be saints podcast guest. Firstly, who is on your Mount Rushmore of saints? My Mount Rushmore, I would say I have St. Therese of Lisieux and St. Michael. Those are my two. Those are my two. They're my besties. I go to them all the time and that's it. Those are my two right there. Okay. That's beautiful. All right. Last question for you. God willing, one day you're going to be a saint. What are you going to be the patron saint of? Starting over. I would say starting over. God willing, just to just be that. Just it's okay. It doesn't matter who you are, where you've been or what you've done. All that matters is where you go from here. And hopefully it's straight to Jesus. Just straight to Jesus. That's it. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Crystalina, for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, it's really been a pleasure to to hear uh, all your many insights, and I look forward to to finding this book and getting it for my wife, who I'm sure will 
I greatly appreciate it. Uh, but thank you so much. And to everyone who is at home, uh, make sure you go and check out her website. And of course, we have to shout out our sponsors one more time, the Catholic Company and Good Catholic. Catholic Company use code SAINTS for 20% off your order and Good Catholic use code GBS for 20% off your order. Uh, thank you again, Kristalina. Have a wonderful day and God bless. Thank you. God bless you and all your listeners. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and check out goodcatholic.com for more details. Thank you.